Welcome to the Don't Trip on the Usual Travel Podcast from Beyond Experiences. My name is Anand. I have Rashmi here with me. We thought we'd speak about Andamans today, the islands in the southeastern part of India, in the Bay of Bengal. Lots of history, lots of culture, lots of mist, lots of beaches, lots of sea, lots of sun, and some unexplored islands, and so on. Hi, Rashmi. Hi, Anand. Is Andaman like any other beach destination, or are there more colors and flavors to this place? So, calling Andaman a beach destination is an understatement. Here, you know, this place is full of stories from history. Uh, it is about the early settlers. Some of the tribes here are supposed to be direct descendants of the first uh, uh, human being that appeared on Earth. There is a story behind uh, the. cellular jail which is also known as kalapani uh, there was a battle which was fought between the tribes and the english there is a biodiverse uh, for those of you who love nature and uh, love wildlife and of course there are pristine beaches and there is adventure sports so i'm saying when you call this place as a beach destination or a, you know a place to relax etc i would say it's an understatement So people who travel to Andaman, I think, should uh, look at what is there beyond beaches, and uh, really explore the unique history of this place. Okay, wrap on the knuckles given, accepted. Tell us more about this place, Narish. So I'm going to speak about Andaman, not really the Nicobar Islands, uh, and you know why is it a, a great vacation option for any kind of a traveler? Let's let's look at. what makes andaman really very very special so if you look at andaman and nicobar islands there are actually uh, more than 550 islands here uh, almost an archipelago at the bay of bengal and andaman sea uh, however currently only 37 islands are actually inhabited yes there is uh, a lot of scope for water sports uh, you know uh, having a good time by the beaches but there is great marine life Uh, great underwater sports option and lot of other things you know, if you uh, look at the reason why it is called andaman of course uh, though i'm not sure uh, how much of it is true because it's obviously a legend or that's what locals believe so uh, people believe that the word andaman is derived from the word hanuman you know our uh, hero from ramayana and uh, it's believed that in malay language which is from malaysia hanuman is referred as handuman and that's how a different version of it became andaman and apparently nicobar also is a you know depraved version of the tamil word nakavaram which means land of the open or naked land and this is also indicated in the great uh, tanjore inscri- inscription of uh, almost 1050 ad so you know even the name has a story if i may say like that now if you look at andaman the early settlers or the actual inhabitants of this place are the jarawa people the sentinelese andamanese and the onge tribe north sentinel island of course is uh, one of the most isolated population in the world there are a handful of people who are left there they have no contact with the modern world and anybody who tries going there uh, they'll start firing arrows and you know really want to shoo away anybody who goes there in fact there was an incident couple of years back when a traveler had tried to really 
tried to really you know uh, go closer to them uh, and obviously he was killed so government of india has very very strict rules with them anybody who uh, comes in contact is is very likely to you know face the anger of the tribe because they have been very isolated so they live a very very different life in fact they are believed to be the direct uh, descendants of the first human population that uh, emerged in africa uh, though nobody knows how they uh, reached andaman but they have been uh, living in andaman for 60000 years uh, this is what the historians or anthropologists uh, say about them. jarabas of course are another tribe Uh, whose number is also reducing but somehow government has been able to uh, you know make a contact with them so they are supplied food and uh, there are people from uh, the government side who go and make a contact with them and try to help them but in general all the four tribes are uh, protected and even if you are a tourist or a traveler you're not supposed to go near them or make in contact uh, if you are traveling through some village or some hiking route and you come across a jarawa that's fine but you're not supposed to enter into the village clearly then of course there's a lot of uh, story around the freedom struggle in fact there was a movie called kalapani also so uh, cellular jail is the place where all the freedom fighters uh, used to be housed right it's in port blair and if you go to uh, port blair you can visit the jail uh, there's a nice lighting sound show that's organized by the tourism Uh, department and it's quite informative so if you want to relive the stories from uh, pre independence struggle and who were the people and why were they brought there cellular jail is a good option to really look into the uh, modern indian history which are the top places to visit in andaman i guess if one might be spoiled for choice uh, uh, from among the inhabited islands also uh, leave alone the uninhabited ones but and of course the ones that uh, the government prohibits entry etc but among the ones that one can visit which are the top ones in fact there are a lot of places which are uh, good options to be visited or you should spend a couple of days in these places mostly if you ask anybody who's traveled to andaman uh, they would end up going to port blair uh, of course the airport is there so you uh, land at port blair and they end up uh, spending time at Havelock Island which is very popular and Neil Island and Port Blair so typically uh, people who go to Andaman they end up uh, staying at Port Blair Havelock and uh, Neil Island and they also cover Ross and North Bay as a day trip from Port Blair but if you ask me Andaman actually is fairly large you know uh, if you really want to explore this place you should budget for more number of days and uh, basis your interest really chalk out a plan and cover more places is what i would suggest So if you look at the uh, geography of you know Andaman Islands so there is south there is middle and then there is north right uh south of Andaman has of course uh, the Havelock Island uh, Port Blair of course the capital city and the Neil Island so everybody ends up covering this right Havelock Island is uh, great uh, for pristine beaches again lovely beaches Radhanagar beach is great for viewing the sunset and uh good for birding also and also a good option for uh, those of you who want to get into uh, some kind of uh, adventure sports let's say sea walk or snorkeling etc then neil island neil island is a small place it's a small island 
but it's if you're looking for a quiet romantic getaway i think it's a great place and incidentally uh, when we say beaches yes of course it's a great place to relax etc uh, andaman is also fairly good for people who are looking for a uh, honeymoon destination or a quiet romantic getaway it's not very uh, touristy as in slightly controlled tourism when i say controlled it's not as controlled as a lakshadweep uh, island but even then it's not very very crowded like what it is in goa etc so it's a great place for nature lovers great place for adventure seekers a great place for those who want uh, to have a quiet holiday then you have the middle of uh, andaman islands so there is uh, baratang island known for the mangrove forest of course you can actually uh, travel to baratang island and then actually take a uh, you know boat through the mangrove forest uh, again the jaraba tribes are little away from uh, baratang island nobody is allowed to go there but yeah if you are lucky you may spot uh, one or two people just walking around then there is rangat island but if you want to go to uh, rangat island uh, it's not a day trip from port blair up until baratang it's fine you can just do a day trip and come back by evening so you should drive to rangat island and stay there because it has great waterfalls and of course a lot of beaches that you can explore not very crowded absolutely not crowded because very few people go there and it's uh, well connected with a uh, fair by a ferry to you know you can take a ferry to go to neil island or havelock island if you want to go to if you uh, don't want to come back to port blair and you can go straight from rangat to havelock or to neil if you go further up then there is long island uh, which is great camping place and secondly if you are looking for a very quiet time for a honeymooner i think it's a good idea it's just a boat ride away from havelock or rangat island so if you are traveling towards the north i think you can keep covering these uh, places then there is mayabandar uh, mayabandar again has a lot of mangrove forests so if you are somebody who's into birding i think you can spot a lot of exotic birds uh, then the forest museum out there is quite good and informative and then comes the north andaman islands you know we spoke about south port blair havelock neil etc then we came to uh, the middle or central part of andaman and if you go to towards north or you go further up then uh, one place which you should not miss out is dilipur uh, dilipur is one of the largest town in north andaman island it's known for its caves limestone caves uh rich forested area marine life so you really don't have to think about what will you do in this place again it's not very popular destination but honestly if somebody comes to dilipur uh, one can easily spend 4 5 days there you know you can explore the network of caves you can climb the highest peak in the gulf of bengal uh, you can visit the forests visit the beaches go birding and uh, of course do visit the diglipur national park so this is again in north and then there is saddle peak saddle peak is the highest point of andaman nicobar islands it's covered with your uh, evergreen rainforest so if you are uh, into trekking uh, it's not a bad idea to get a permit of course you need a permit to climb from the forest department and hike up to the peak so these are places which you should not miss out uh, i also told you about ross island which is uh, 
a day trip from Port Blair, so you can be stationed at Port Blair and cover uh, Ross Island from there. So these are some of the places you should not uh, miss out on. Uh, however, we must keep in mind that uh, you know, don't look at Andaman as a four, five, six day kind of destination if you want to uh, cover at least some parts of north or go up to Dikdipur. So you should plan your itinerary accordingly. You may not want to miss out on uh, the northern part or the central part and of course the southern Havelock and Port Blair. Out of all of these, what are your personal standout experiences in the Andamans? Okay, the place itself is beautiful but uh, some of the experiences which I really uh, recommend or I personally liked it a lot uh, I would like to talk about those again you know different people have different kind of interests so uh, what are my interest area may not be yours uh, so of course you will make a plan accordingly but these are some of the experiences which I uh, really found very very enriching so first one I would talk about is Ross Island you know Ross Island uh, I always thought it is just a day trip and you know it's a ruin etc and you just go and see a erstwhile uh, British colony and some remnants of it but when you go to Ross Island you realize that there's a lot of history that people don't even talk about so of course uh, Britishers had you know started a settlement uh, in Andaman somewhere around uh, 1790 or so and the whole idea of having a settlement uh, there was primarily to get these prisoners which basically were our uh, our freedom strugglers and you know capture them and keep them there however Ross Island ended up becoming an administrative seat of Andaman and while it was a penal colony but there were a lot of officers and hence it had a look which was different from a lot of other places so the island actually was all all these uh, establishment buildings etc were built by these prisoners of war they cleared the forest constructed roads they built their own shelters, they built the officer quarter, all of it. And they actually uh, created a nice town out of it. Now, this everybody knows about that all these ruins are, you know, erstwhile British settlement. But what a lot of people don't know is that the first sort of freedom struggle between the indigenous people and the Britishers uh, started at Ross Island. It's actually called Battle of Aberdeen and this uh, whole battle was between the uh, tribals or tribes and the Britishers. So I think around 1800 something these all these people had attacked the Britishers. It was a very well organized and large scale attack by the locals to reclaim their territory. Uh, of course they had their indigenous uh, weapons and which were basically spears and bows and arrow. Uh, it was no match to what the Britishers had. But it is believed that if the Britishers were not tipped off by one of the prisoners, uh, they would have probably lost the battle to the uh, tribes. However, they got the information through one of their convicts and hence they were a better plan and all these tribes were captured and they were of course later on uh, made to work as slaves or laborers, whatever you may say. Uh, there is a war memorial which is uh, for this Battle of Everdeen. No one talks about it, but there is a memorial in Port Blair that honors all the people who had uh, fought in this war. And if you actually go and read what's written there, 
uh, clearly says that it is built in the memory of uh, those Andamanis who fought in the battle of uh, Aberdeen. So every year, you know, islanders actually uh, pay tribute to all these warriors. So that was something which was really a standout and a new knowledge uh, for me. I so I really found it very very enriching. Also. Uh, Ross Island has a colonial look also you know some of the buildings have been reconstructed or rebuilt to you know, really tell people how it used to be so there's a bakery there's a museum so you can you can call it uh, king of good times for those days of course later on because of earthquake a uh, lot of these uh, buildings were damaged and then uh, during the second world war obviously it was captured by the japanese army for a a short period of time and then returned uh, to britishers again so it was abandoned see andaman has a very strategic importance for uh, indian naval forces so a lot of the naval exercise exercise happens at the andaman sea so it's, it's a, a important place for the indian uh, navy there is a naval museum that you can actually see there so Ross Island something is something that I would say people should miss. Uh, it will mean staying a day extra at Port Blair. Uh, so we it, you should cover Ross Island as a day trip. It's not very far from Port Blair, and you will see a very different side of Andaman and very very enriching history. So that's something which is clearly a stand stand out for me. Uh, Havelock Island is something that everybody should add to their plan. you can easily spend two to three nights there very very beautiful place nice and pristine beaches and if you want to indulge in some adventure activities uh, i think uh, it's a nice place so you can either opt for a sea walk snorkeling or generally for kids there is those glass bottom uh, boat rides where you can see the marine creatures from the boat so have a look uh, neil island we spoke about again a quiet small island that's Uh, a good place to uh, really relax and have a quiet time uh, dillipur in north is something that uh, is really a stand out uh, because like i said previously also that you can just park yourself in that place for 5 6 days if you want to you know very diverse uh, very very different from rest of the places it's far it's not a day trip so you have to go and park yourself at dillipur but it is worth it uh, not too many people go there and if you are into birding i think andaman is great for birding uh, there's a place called chidiya tapu in near port blair chidiya tapu in hindi is a hindi word so it means uh, uh, a plateau of birds uh, so you can sight a lot of birds there cellular jail of course uh, is a must visit a lot of history and uh, don't forget to attend the light and sound show that's organized in the evening So these are some of my standout experiences. Uh, of course, I uh, forgot to speak about uh, the Marine National Park. You know, normally we associate a national park with uh, all these wild animals like lions and tigers and leopards, elephants, etc. This is a national park which is for marine life. You know, for fish, crocodiles, turtles, corals, etc. So. Uh, there are actually six marine national parks in india this is one of them so this is something which people should visit uh, apart from the marine life of course there are uh, more than 250 species of birds 
here so for those of uh, us who are into birding i think it's worth carrying a notebook and pen and your binoculars etc to make a note of eagle and parakeets and swift etc so these are some of the standard experiences for me uh, but of course uh, different people will have different kind of uh, plan and they would like something else i'm sure what's a good time to visit the andamans i would say october to april is a good time to explore uh, because the weather is quite pleasant so you can go on short hikes you can go for birding you can enjoy the water sports you can generally walk around so it's a, a great time to go and what about connectivity is it easy to get to the andamans actually it's quite well connected now uh, nowadays there are direct flights to port blair from delhi from bangalore chennai and kolkata of course uh, were always there but now you have delhi bangalore mumbai also uh, or you can actually board a cruise ship from chennai uh, but the flight is a better option clearly in terms of time saving you know suggestion but connectivity is not an issue i think you reach easily there are uh, two carriers who fly from bangalore i think one from delhi one from mumbai so it's easier interesting very interesting pristine beach locations uh, fairly fairly off the beaten track as they would say of course port blair and all of that might be uh, fairly touristy but from the looks of it the other places that you mentioned could possibly be uh, off the radar almost interesting and and right within our backyard yeah. it's it's almost like uh, uh, the next traffic signal from bangalore so to say anything else you would like to add about this place so recently one of the beaches uh, of andaman has got this uh, blue flag tag so there are eight beaches in india uh, which have received this i think this was in the month of october only uh, and the radhanagar beach from havelock is one of them so it clearly Uh, you know speaks about how well maintained that beach is and how clean it is etc so uh, that's one of the thing everybody should know and we're really proud of it of course also this is a place which is uh, of strategic importance uh, from a military point of view like i said uh, indian navy conducts a lot of uh, naval exercises there in andaman historically also uh, it is believed that uh, you know rajendra chola had set up his base in andaman uh, to expand in southeast asia so from a long long time this is a place which has had great importance for erstwhile kingdoms and now also for our government and it has a history which is connected to freedom struggle uh, human civilization if i may say uh, because 60000 years uh, old population is still surviving maybe in handful so that's what makes this place special and that's why you know i said in the beginning also to call andaman island as a beach destination is an understatement it is clearly a great vacation option great holiday option for uh, different type of travelers whether you are into birding whether you are into nature uh, wildlife quiet holiday or extreme thanks rashmi thanks for dropping by to chat on the andamans fairly interesting uh, educative conversation that was thank you so much thanks for tuning in to the don't trip on the usual travel podcast from beyond experiences till the next episode take care stay safe 
and whatever else you do, don't trip on the usual.